This is Fantasy Book Club. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book Club. This is the Internet's Book Club just by listening. You're a member. My name is Colton Brown. <laughs> I'm Sydney Larley. And we're for context. It's a little late and I'm a little slap happy. I felt sick all day. And so I did a lot of sleeping. And, and now high. I've got lots of energy. She's high on meds. And I just downed a McDonald's shamrock shake in about five seconds. And so she's gonna be diarrhea <laughs> at the end of this episode. <laughs> no. I just wanted to give you all context that I was kind of slap happy at the moment. What also, are, our mic my mic is crooked. That's funny to me. <laughs> She, this is good. She's okay. Everybody, she is sober, but you wouldn't know it by listening. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm good. Let's uh, go. We're still reading. Did you say your name? You didn't say your name yet. Yes, I did. No, you did not. Oh, well, I'm Sydney Lyley, for those of you who didn't know. There you know. are. <laughs> um, so this week, we are still reading Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson, our second to last week of reading Warbreaker. I know. That's so crazy. This has gone by so, so fast. So just so everyone knows about what's happening past that, we're going to read one more week next week. The week after that, we're going to be talking about the book as a whole. Yes. And then a week off. And then we're reading Fairy Tale by Stephen King. So yes. make sure you have that book, have it ready for when we begin. And that's a month from now, four weeks. We're going to be starting our Stephen King read. That's so crazy. It's It'll very come close. so, so fast. Um, but this week we read chapters 55 and 56. So yes, we did. If you haven't read those, pause now and go read them. It's very important. Um, and then next week we're reading 57, 58, and then the epilogue. And then we're done. And then we're done. Uh, also, last week, I wanted to address this. The episode <laughs> went up and we, okay. Our host platform had a had a weird thing where only half the audio got uploaded, and then I figured I discovered this on Wednesday. On Wednesday, I uploaded the audio file to fix it again. It did not. On Thursday, I checked; it was still bad. So on Thursday in the morning, I fixed it. On Thursday in the evening, I fixed it. On Friday, I said screw this, and I deleted the episode and re-uploaded the whole thing. Yeah. And the, so if you got the double notification, that's why. If you follow us and you got notifications, that's why. And if you were confused as to why only half an episode was there. I, we apologize deeply and dearly. Yeah, we posted a brief update on our Instagram page. So if you don't follow that, go follow that and you can check it out. And yeah. we posted kind of a An quick apology. like, hey, this yeah. is what happened. Sorry. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you were confused, you can go now finish the episode. It was about 32 minutes in-ish is where we stopped. So you can go back and finish yes. that. Um, and we'll do better from now on. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. It, it was, was weird. Yeah, it, it was strange, but we're good now. Uh, and so we're going to get right into it. The first chapter we read was 55, and that's an odd chapter, which means it's Sydney's job to talk about it. Uh, she is, I'm vamping for her, because she is trying to find <laughs> the page on which 55 starts. Oh, is she close? No, she was okay, at, I got There it, it is. <laughs> I forgot I had to start, and so I didn't even open the book. Begin. Okay, I will. Um, so we start off with Siri. And Trellides and Susabran and that whole group, um, they're trying to escape out the front doors. Mm -hmm. And they're told, uh, a soldier comes up to them and is like, there's frightening at the front gates. Um, there's frightening? Frightening? Frightening. There's frightened. What are you trying to say? Well, I, I was trying to say fighting. Okay, because at first you said frightening, and then I asked you about it, and you said frightening. And <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what that meant you were, I thought you were making fun of the way I said fighting by accident. No, I was I was genuinely asking <laughs> what the word was, and you just confused me further. <laughs> it's okay, fighting. There's fighting at the front um, gates. But they're it. trying to, they think maybe they can get out, you know, around the fighting. Yes. 
And Siri's like, oh, something's finally going right. Like, you know, she feels better. Um, Charlie is like, you know, if we can get into the city, people are going to, like, you know, try and save the god the god king. Yeah, they'll rally and Siri's around And like, why are there so many lifeless? And there's just a bunch around. Um, they're not really sure why that is yet. Uh, she looks at Susabran and realizes that the, the priests don't treat him very well. Like, they give him respect, but they, like, don't ask his opinion or anything. They basically treat him like a child. Which is fair, because he's had no... Like, he basically is one. <laughs> and then, Trelody spills some absolute tea here. Tell, tell the tea. Um, so, basically, he, he says that um, the God King cannot bear a child, which makes sense. Yeah, he's like every other god. Yes. Um, they're not sure how the first returned ever bore a child. Yeah. And they think it didn't happen, and they think that the royal line, like the Idris's royal line, is it's a hoax. fake. It's a hoax. Yes. Um, and... Um, he's like, well, it doesn't really matter. Like, you know, people are going to believe what they're going to believe. Like, yeah. as long as, you know, we just follow what they believe. And uh, he's like, we already have a chat. And Siri's like, yeah, I know. We figured it out. And he's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> um, And then she can, proceeds to yell at him and like, you're going to take Susan Brun's breath and kill him. Yeah. And Charlie's like, no, absolutely not. Like, we're not, we don't do that. And we find out that what they actually do with the God Kings is every time an infant returns, yep. they take that as an omen that the current God King has done his duty. Yep. And so what they do is... Cut um, out his tongue. No, they do that before. Well, yeah, they cut they, out the new infant's yeah, tongue. I thought like, you meant the current God oh, King. Oh, no, they I cut out the like, infant's tongue. Um, Just to remind you, they're still but, not great people. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, they give the new God King the breast the old God King have has and then just lets the God King go out and live the rest of his life. 50,000 breaths. Yeah. And series like that doesn't make any sense. Like, how would they survive? And basically tells um, her that, you know, he would survive on the breaths that he already had. Yeah. Like, so he'd be fine. Yeah. Um, I do have some questions about that, but we'll save those for theories later. So That's, remember that. Okay. I'll, I'll write it down in my notes. The uh, breath question. Well, no, not the... Uh, so, Not necessarily the breath. Just I have just questions about how the God Kings God survive. King survival. They don't have tongues, so like they can't just go out and talk. Like where do they go to live? Probably. I like. I don't life. know if we'd ever find that out. I'm just curious, like where they go. Yeah. I, like it's not really a theory. It's just me being curious. I have, so it's I have just a, a curious question. A theory is written is ready for us to discuss. Okay. We basically just learned that Charlie's like the priests just keep them from like the God Kings from knowing all these things about how they could. You know, use their breath, the fact mm. that they could survive without needing, like, breath, like, you yeah. know, like that it's, kind it's, of thing. They're not keeping it from them. They're just not telling them. Yes. It's kind of the deal. And, and uh, they're given, why would they ever ask? They're giving everything, they are given everything they could yeah. possibly need. And Siri is, like, kind of annoyed with it. And Charlie says, well, you judge us, but, like, we're just doing what we have to do because the breath that the God Kings hold could destroy the whole kingdom and, like, all this fun jazz. Like, it could make 50 Nightbloods. Yeah. Which is a lot of Nightbloods. Yes. And then... Um, Siri tries to ask Trelides how uh, Susabran can give away his breath because he can't speak a command. And Trelides begins to answer and then immediately gets interrupted by a whole group of lifeless. Yep. Followed by blue fingers. So remember, if you remember last week. You mean led by blue fingers. Well, yeah. But if you remember last week, blue fingers is a traitor, it's, it's which pit, is so upsetting. And it's the Pong Call who are currently attacking the palace. Yes. Um, the lifeless come in. They all get completely and utterly murdered. All the priests get murdered by the lifeless, including Chalades. New which entry to the dead tier. It's so funny because this whole time we've been warning. We had Chalades in the wish you were dead tier for so long. Uh, and now that he's dead, it's like, oh. 
Rest yeah. In pe- rest in peace, Trilogies. In week seven, he entered the Wish You Were Dead tier, in which he stayed there at the very bottom of Wish You Were Dead tier until week 16. Yeah. So for nine weeks, this was <laughs> our most Wish You Were Dead character. And now he's actually dead, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird that he's been... He, he, he actually... He's the only one so far that our wish has come true. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we stopped wishing that. Oh, and no, Super Bowl. He's also one that came true. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. He's the, those are the only two that we've ever had that we've wished. But, like, Trellity's, I don't know. I'm not, like, sad he's gone, but I'm also, like, oh, but he had lots of information. And he dies with the secret he was trying to tell. And with honor, he's protecting the God King. Well, like, yes, yes. All so the he priests like who die are like diving yeah. themselves into uh-huh. it. Yeah. So I respect them for that. Yeah. Um, and then Bluefinger. So all the lifeless have won. Um, they Susuron does the cutest thing and pushes Siri behind him to like try and protect her, which love is him adorable. Love the boy. Yes. Um, but basically, Bluefingers and the lifeless come up and they're like, "Okay, you're following us now." And then mm-hmm. the chapter switches to Vivenna is trying to get into the court of gods. And there's a guard out front who's like, no, you're not coming in here. There's a lot of guards out front. Yes, there's a lot of guards. Venna can't get in. Um, Nightblood tells her to go around the building because that's what Vasher does. Yeah. And so she goes to go around the vi- building. She has, um, uh, she awakens one of the tapestries and tells it to lift her. And so she gets on top of the wall yep. and climbs down. People are like, you can see her. Their guards can see her. And Nightblood says something really funny. He goes, you're not any better at this than Vasher is. <laughs> People can't sneak at all. And I thought that was funny. And then he says, no. <clears throat> What's the name he says? He says, you steal will be so disappointed in you. So you steal. It's a person. I'm writing your steal down. Continue, you though. You steal. So she climbs into the court, and Nightblood tells her to go to the palace. And he's basically just directing her along. And then he tells her that he can feel Vasher, mm-hmm. and that Vasher's on the third floor. And, and he gives her a an image of the room that she needs to go to. Which he said head. would be very useful. Yeah, and she's like, for an evil weapon of destruction. And he's like, I'm not evil. I just destroy it. <laughs> I just, this whole interaction is kind of funny to me. Yeah, he's very, he it also, the, she thinks of him as an evil weapon of destruction. And uh, when he like says, I'm not evil, she says, it's not like he's mad at her. It's like he's informing a child who forgot something. Yes. I'm not evil. I destroy evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. Um, But there are soldiers like coming at her and she decides to, throw Nightblood at them and Nightblood does his thing where the soldiers all kill each other. Nightblood and does his And she feels really thing. bad. But he also continues to guide. Yeah. While she's, uh, she runs off while he's doing his thing. Yep. And, um, you know, hmm. does the sword ever stated as a he? I always just call Nightblood a he. They always, yeah, we always, we both always call it a he, but I think everybody in the book calls it, calls it an it. I think so. Uh, but. Anyways. It's it's in my brain. It's a male voice. So Me too. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Anyways, um, Nightblood is basically telling Vivenna how to get in, and so he tells her to climb into a window, um, and to the third floor, and then two over, and he's in there. Um, Vasher's in there. Vasher's in there. And yeah. so Vivenna follows these instructions, and she finds um, just a sheer wall. Yeah, she climbs up. <laughs> she climbs up this wall, and is like, "Don't look down." Um, and that's where the chapter switches again. Well, first, so you missed something that I think is interesting. Oh, an right. arrow hits her, like misses her barely. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. later she's climbing and she's like, whoosh. And she turns around and her cloak, which she has awakened to protect her, has caught an arrow out of the air and drops that's it. That's impressive. Which is very useful. Yeah, very, very useful, useful thing to have. Indeed. 
Um, but she's just climbing up the wall to decide that she doesn't want to look down. The soldiers who were chasing her, by the way, are the ones shooting the arrows. It wasn't yes. just like a loose arrow. It was it was targeted. It's a at random her. random arrow that just happened to come right at her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but chapter switches again, and we see Light Song, who is still stuck in his jail. cell. Um, stuck in jail. He's got a lot going on in his head. He's kind of in a not so great spot. Um, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's uh, the priests that are like holding him are talking quietly off to the side. And he recognizes that, like, there's been something bothering him about the priest, and he realizes that the color of their faces are different. And he puts it all together and realizes that they are Pankal people and not the regular priests. Yeah. But they're just Pankal people pretending to be priests. Pankleans. Pankleans? Um, I think that's the best word, right? Pankleans. I think Pank. Pankleans. Pankleans is better. Pankleans. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that okay. is good. I like that. They're Pankleans. But um, that's basically that entire section is he just realizes that they've all been fooled and the Pankal people are the ones doing this. Yeah. Then the chapter skips again and we are back with Siri, who is trying to get Bluefingers to talk to her about what they're going to do. They're walking through the God King's palace at the moment. Yeah. Um, Bluefingers is nervous, like always. Susabron has his arm around her and he looks, he's like smiling at her, but she knows he's probably freaking the heck out, which mm-hmm. is totally fair. Um, but Siri's like, you can't do this, Blue Fingers. Like, you know, there's got to be a better way. And the injuries are innocent. And he's like, how many of your people, like, how many of my people would you sacrifice for your people? And she's like, nobody. He's like, no, nah, I fam. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't believe that. Um, and he basically is like, your people aren't actually innocent. Like, um, before the many war, or, like, in the many war, they used the Pankal people as, like, slaves and servants, just like the Hellendrins did. Yeah. Basically, you guys were one people who, who abused us until late in the many war. Yeah. And then Ciri's, like, trying to get him to stop. And then Susabron punches a lifeless. <laughs> which yeah. Is, get him. Great try, Susabron. Great try. Didn't work out super well, but great try. He growls at the lifeless, which I thought was funny as well. Keep um, it up. But he's trying to fight them, and it doesn't, doesn't work very well. Um... She he offers her the out to leave, uh, Susabron does, and mm. she doesn't because she doesn't want to leave him, which is really sweet. Um, she tries to go for blue fingers, but uh, lifeless gets to her instead. Yeah, and as she's like being held back, she realizes that like a group of men like wearing Susabron's priesthood, like the colors, come out, and she realizes they're all pan call people, and that they all like she's just been fooled. Like she thought that Bluefingers was trying to help her, but instead she was he was driving a wedge between her and the, the actual priests yeah. and tricking her into thinking they were bad. Yeah. Which I mean they're still not great people, but He's we have learned that they there. are not nearly as bad. He's always been there uh ruining things. <laughs> yes. Um but these priests tell Bluefingers or the Pankali will tell Bluefingers that they have light song security phrase um for the lifeless and they've checked it and it works and they changed it. Yeah, and Bluefingers tells them to give the the command order for the lifeless to march on Idris. Yep, and that's what they said they were gonna do. And Bluefingers looks real sad when they leave. And so Siri asks what that's about, and we learn that the his friends that are going to give the command phrases are the only ones who know. And once the lifeless leave for Idris, they're going to kill themselves. They're going to poison themselves so that nobody can stop the lifeless. No one knows the commands. Not a yes. single soul. Yes. Who's living, I guess. Maybe there, we. this world is well established that souls and life are separate things. <laughs> yeah. So not a single living soul knows the command. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is like a very genius plan, but also super sad. If you're a secret evil boy, it's a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an evil boy, it's a good plan. <laughs> um, But 
Bluefingers tells the lifeless that are with them to take Susabron down below and to hold him until it's time. This and, part's sad. Yeah, so they sad. do that, and Siri asks what they're going to do to him. Um, he's yelling as they're taking him away, by the way, which is very sad. Yelling as in like, oh, yeah, you can't really no say tongue. words. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are still Siri's, words that you can say without a tongue, by the way. We've talked about this. Why? Like if I wanted to ask, a, if I wanted to ask a question, why doesn't need a tongue or what doesn't need a tongue? And that's why and what and you knew it. <laughs> oh, doesn't need a tongue. That's who. So like, there's there's quite a few things okay. he, can, he can still say. Anyways, um, Siri's crying at this point, which mm-hmm. I don't blame her. I'd be crying too. She asks uh, Bluefingers what they're going to do, and he says that there are going to be people in the Holandian government who see the lifeless as a political mistake, and they're going to they think they're they're going to try and stop. Yeah. And so the only way for um, them like the pan calls people sacrifice as he calls it mm. not to be useless is what they're going to do is they're going to take the bodies of light song and blush weaver yes and leave them in the lifeless barracks to look as if they were attacked by Idrians who yep. they have since killed yep. and are dead as well Pancallians have also the, the, the blue fingers has also kidnapped some Idrians from the Idrian yes. sector and murdered them and put them in there too yes they're going to also leave the corpse of the god king in the palace dungeons and basically they're just going to make it look like um Light Song and Blush Weaver sent the armies in retribution, like or in revenge for um, Why the death of the it? God King. Retribution was the correct word to say there, and it was a cool word. Why did you I know. change it? I don't know. They I just said it, and I was like, that felt wrong. They it literally says retribution in the book. Yeah, that's the correct word. I know. They sent them in retribution. Sydney, say it with confidence. <laughs> now, go. <laughs> they sent them in retribution. They're happy. Yeah. Woo. Retribution. Are you so you got so awkward. Word. I thought you were gonna be more <laughs> intense about it after I celebrated you, but then you just like got real quiet and looked at me. And so I, like, I feel like I needed to vamp for you, and then it was awkward even more. That was. The, well, I don't know why you made such a big deal about it. That was the worst moment in this entire <laughs> podcast. We've been going for twenty three episodes, and that was the single worst moment for me. I've had to edit out myself getting too mad about things, and that was the single worst moment that I've had on this podcast. That's funny. Anyways, oh, moving I hated on. that so much. Why? Continue. I'm sorry. That was terrible. I don't understand what you're upset about. I sounded. I got so excited, and then you were just so neutral, and it was bad. I'm sorry. Continue. Anyways, um. So, uh, that's basically their plan is they're going to make it look like the Idrians killed the God King. And then because of that light song and blush weaver sent out the lifeless and then they got killed by Idrians. And yep. so basically it's just, they're going to kind of go back and forth. Um, yeah. blush weaver, or not blush weaver, blush weaver's dead. Blue fingers. <laughs> what? She's twice dead actually. She died, came back, died again. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Twice dead. Um, blue fingers tells Siri that he wishes that they hadn't or that she hadn't gotten involved in this. And he goes, it would have been easier for me if you hadn't, you know, gotten pregnant. And she's like, I'm not pregnant. And he's like, well, the people think you are. And that's, like, all we need. Because um, we have to, like, break the government and make the Idrians angry enough to, like, not run away when the Hellendrons come in or when the lifeless come and attack. For sure. And the only way to do that is to kill you. Yeah. Pretty much is what he says. The Idrians, to get the Idrians, killing her is going to... Kill Helendrin's baby, which is yes. going to make Helendrin's mad, and kill the Adrian queen, which is going to make the Adrian's mad. Yes. So it will ensure that she is a very good tactic, tactical piece to murder. Yes. And she realizes that, and basically she realizes that 
the fighting could last for a very, very long time. Yeah. And no one's going to actually realize that the real enemy is the Pankal people and yeah. not the Holendran people or the Indrians. Yep. And that's where the chapter ends. Fairy time. You have two theories to talk Fairy about. Fairy time. The God King's survival question. How, I how just, do they live? I'm not, not really a question. I just was curious, like, where they go. Oh, like, okay. I would assume, like, the forest somewhere. Oh, well, in this case, they're going to go probably to live with Siri wherever Siri goes. This, well, this God King would have. Yes. If the Scott King hadn't been, isn't going to be murdered and uses him. No, I do not believe that he will actually be killed. I believe that they will survive because what kind of book would it be if he killed off the two best characters? I mean, it would be just like Romeo and Juliet, one of the greatest stories of all time, my man. One of the most well-known and greatest shared stories of all time kills off the hey, two main characters. don't spoil that. If you haven't read Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> Spoilers for Shakespeare it. works. My bad. <laughs> Man. Let's this episode. Spoiler for Shakespeare. Yeah, works. what are they gonna do when they find out uh, freaking Hamlet's dad dies? Like, this is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a big deal for them. Why are you just absolutely wrecking anyone who wanted to read Shakespeare and hasn't read it yet? You would just absolutely wreck their hopes and dreams. <laughs> you just Man. absolutely wrecked that. Um. I, we ap- I apologize for Colton <laughs> if you have never read Romeo and Juliet or uh, Hamlet and you wanted to. Yeah. I hadn't read Hamlet until this past semester, so um, that would have been a spoiler alert for me. Yeah. But I've read it. So if you haven't read it yet, um, I would say go and read it, but I'm not a big fan of Shakespeare, so. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. Uh, I mean, you can if you'd like, but. I think we should do a quick theory. Okay. Who lives, who dies, who tells her story. Uh, I love that show. Yeah, but genuinely, who do you think lives, who do you think dies? Really fast. Um, I think Suzerbron and Siri live okay. for sure. Okay. Um, I think I'm just gonna list like the main couple characters. And you okay. tell me. Siri lives. Vasher dies. Susbron also lives. Larimar. Oh. Oh, I bet Larimar dies. Okay, Nightblood. I don't think Nightblood can <laughs> die. Uh, Vivenna. Hmm, it's a hard one. I think Vivenna's going to live. And then finally Light Song. Those are all the mains. I think Light Song lives also. Okay, so right now the only one you said was Vasher dies. I said Larmar dies too. Oh, Vasher Larmar. Okay. Well, I said Vasher dies because I think it would make sense for Vasher to die. Mm. And also I think it would make sense for Larmar to die also because I think he's going to die trying to protect Light Song. Yeah. And so I could see that happening. This and I think a- that would also be a, another great way to like kind of hurt Light Song in this book, which yeah. is really sad. But I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, what the other question? Who's Yes Deal? I don't know. I've heard this name before. No, R Steel is the name you've heard before. Oh. R Steel's his friend that got you're that right, Nightblood right. killed. Yes Deal. And they have very similar names. Yeah, that's why. Uh, like Varotralities is Denth. And yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who is? Let's make a guess. Send it without a guess. Um. A friend of Asher's. Good guess. He's one of the. He's apparently he's sneaky. That's all we really know about yeah. him. He's a friend of Asher's, I would assume. Yep. Now it's time for my chapter. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. I am absolutely ready. It is starts with Vivenna. She is now hanging outside of the window that uh, Denth is. Don't. <laughs> Okay, Sydney, for some do it. Yeah, do your thing, Sydney. <laughs> she really, really, really wanted to slurp into the microphone. It took like five full minutes of talking her out of slurping into the microphone. And the second I got the mic, she grabbed her empty cup and held it up to the mic. Sydney, just send it again. I'll give you a clean take for it. 
Was that funny, you guys? Was that was that worth it? I also just wanted to try and suck up the rest of my milkshake. It brings all the boys to the yard. Um, so, okay. Vivenna is hanging outside the window. Inside the window, there is Denth, who is torturing Vasher, and Tongfa, who appears to be sleeping. Uh, Tongfa sleeps a lot. Tongfa, that's like Tongfa's main character trait. Is he sleeps? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Vasher had no breath. He's hanging from the ceiling. Uh, but he seems to be alive. She considers just like trying to fight them both. See if she, can I take Denth and Tongfa? Yep. Uh, and she already is tired from the climb, but she has like strengthened arms from her, from her tassels and stuff. So she is, she feels like she'd probably be okay. Uh, so she awakens some, some ropes and basically. Also, yes. <laughs> you're weird today, my man. It's been an interesting day. She, okay, continue. She awakens her ropes, uh, and sits there thinking about how she is, how she's terrified. Like she, is she scared of doing this? And she, uh, Feels like her, her recent uh, like experience of being a beggar has given her strength to do this kind of a thing, yes. which is funny because it's kind of poetic irony of Denth made her a beggar and this beggar is giving her strength to fight Denth. Yeah. So that's like poetic irony that I thought was interesting. Um, and so uh, she she felt like she was empowered by the idea that her she was a beggar and she doesn't care anymore. She's going to go. Uh, so she hops in. And she, uh, well, first she prays to Ostra, which I think is funny. She's still devout. And yes. then she hops in. She throws the ropes. Uh, one at one at Denth and one at uh, uh, Tongfa. And uh, Denth reacts as soon as, as she hits the floor and gets his blade out and cuts the rope midair. He looks surprised, though, so that's a win. Yeah, there's a moment of surprise, but he gets it. Yeah. He gets the rope out of the way. Tongfa, however, was asleep, and the rope gets him. Gets him. Uh, Yay! Uh, so Denth had his had his sword out and he pulled it out super quick. Uh, Vivenna pulls out her sword, which then gives Denth like a half second of pause, and that's enough time for Vivenna to instead of stabbing Denth, whip it up and cut Vasher down from the ceiling. Which is a very smart way to. It's very smart. And then while she's doing that, Denth's like, "Okay," and stabs her straight through the shoulder. Yikes! So now she's been impaled. <laughs> um, I've been impaled. Uh, yeah. It's like Olaf. Just like Olaf. She Olaf was impaled. Everybody. Uh, he was. Um, and she says the pain in the shoulder might have been debilitating before, but she gotten so many beatings while she was on the street that she's used to it. That's so sad. But also poetic irony. Den's fault she was there. Now Den's fault that she can su survive this kind of video. That's it's true. A lot of like hit her strength comes directly because Den was a dummy. Yes. And so it's like poetic irony. Um, also true. And Den, Den. Uh, asks her, was this supposed to be a rescue? Because honestly, I'm not impressed. Which <laughs> I think is pretty funny. Um, Tongfall, though, is still thrashing in the corner as he's being choked out by this rope. Um, <laughs> this image is so funny to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's just freaking Tongfall. Like, just, oh my gosh. Denth is like it's trying just to Denth, be intimidating. like trying, yeah, trying to be intimidating and not really like caring. And then there's just Tongfall in the background, like thrashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably the noise he's making, too. Yeah. I don't know why I gave that belly. Like, <laughs> So eventually, Denth, <laughs> this is about to be the weirdest episode yet. Eventually, Denth breaks and he jumps over to help his friend. And in that time, uh, she kind of uh, forces her breath into uh, Vasher because he he is asking, "Are you okay? Uh, I don't think we're winning the fight. Uh, you need to run." He says, uh, "Get your people and tell them to not fight. Run away. Yeah, but you need to get out of here." Uh, and as he's doing it, she he reaches out and places his hand. Uh, 
she reaches out and places his hand, her hand on him yeah. and sends a life. And he tries to tell her not to, but she does it anyway. Yes. Uh, and he then does his little, like, I've got a lot of breath seizure that they do. Uh, convulsing on the floor, <laughs> loving, loving the feeling. Uh, and she gives him the dueling blade. Yep. Uh, and she then kind of like stumbles backwards and, and is sitting there watching them fight. And Vasher appears to be losing this fight. Oh, for sure. Uh, Vasher cannot cannot win it. Um, oh, we should state, by the way, mm. that um, Denth did eventually go in and um, cut the rope away I from that. him. Yeah, I oh, that. you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what in the world? They're, where was I? They know. Also, this is funny. I, I skipped it. But this is funny. While this whole interaction is happening where they are uh, like giving the breath and like talking and stuff, yeah. the fascist in the corner slapping his unconscious friend back awake. <laughs> so that's, that works. Um, you mean? Yeah. Dent? Dent was, yeah, sorry. Dent was, was slapping like, Tonk Fall away. Dent was like, uh, and this is a sentence that I love. It's not a dramatic reading. It's just two sentences. Dent says, I've always found it funny that we bleed uh, just like ordinary men, we might be stronger, might live much longer, but we die the same. And yeah. Vasher says, "Not the same. Other men die with far more on- far more honor than we." Denth, which is very poetic. I this is a very poetic chapter that we have going on. Yeah. Um, and that they they have this 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 uh sword fight. Like I said, uh, Vasher is very very clearly losing. Uh, yeah, Vasher's losing. And so Vivenna's like, I can help, I can help, I can do this. And as she goes to try and help, Tonk Fall walks over, pushes her down by her shoulder, and says, I don't think so. Uh, and he says, actually, you know what? I think this section does deserve to be a dramatic reading. Okay. I was going to do another not dramatic reading, but this is a, this whole section's very good, so we're going to dramatically read it. Okay. Here it goes. I don't think so, Tonk Fall said, looming over her. Nice trick with the rope, by the way. Very clever. I know a few tricks with the rope myself. Did you know, for instance, that a rope can be used to burn a person's flesh? He smiled, then leaned down. Mercenary humor, you see. His cloak slid slightly off his shoulders, falling against her cheek. It can't be, she thought. I escaped from him. I tried to awaken his cloak, used a bad command. Could he have been stupid enough to keep wearing it? She smiled, glancing over her shoulder. Basher had backed against the far wall to the window, and he was sweating profusely, bloody drops falling to the ground. Denth forced him back again, and Vasher stepped up on the table by the far wall, seeking high ground. She looked back at Tongfa, his cloak still touching her cheek. Your breath to mine, she said. She felt a sudden, welcoming burst of breath. Huh? Tongfa said. Nothing, she said. Just attack and grab Denth. Command made, visualization made, the cloak began to quiver. Tongfa's shirt drained of color, and his eyes widened with surprise. The cloak suddenly whipped into the air, yanking Tonkfa to the side and causing him to stumble away from her. That's why I'm the princess, and you're just a mercenary, she thought with satisfaction rolling over. Tonkfa cried out. Tonkfa cried out. Denth spun at the sound, yelling as the very large, very uncoordinated Pongkal man crashed into him, cloak whipping about. Denth slammed back, catching Vasher by surprise as they rammed together. Tonkfa grunted, Denth cursed, and Vasher was shoved backwards out the window. Dun, dun, dun. Vasher just, whoop, out yeah. the window. Vasher's like on a table fighting on the table. All of a sudden, a giant man comes flying at them. <laughs> all crash together, and one of them flips backwards out the window. <laughs> the third story window, by, by, uh, I might add. Yeah, and then Tonkfa's like, you think he'll live? Yeah. Uh, well, first, as soon as that happens, Denth immediately is like, go get your life. Go, 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 go. Go to the front door to Tonkfa. Mm-hmm. And Tonkfa's like, you think you'll live? And Denth's exact sentence is, he just fell out of a third story window plumbing towards certain doom. 
of course you'll live, which I think is really, yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's faster for you. Yeah. Um, uh, and so now, well, first he threatens Vivenna, and Vivenna's like, ah, ha, ha, it's been happening all the day. And then it switches to Vasher. Yeah, and, well, Denth also just leaves. Does he leave? Or maybe not. No, 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 Tong Fa leaves, but he's just, he just threatens her, and she's no, still No, you're there. right. Yeah. I thought he left, but he uh, didn't. And then it cuts to Vasher's perspective, as he does the most epic anime-like, uh, like, sequence of events that you need to read and visualize if you're yes. here. So I'm not going to read it. Basically, he has his, his rope that he had been tied with. He's wearing it like a belt, and he awakens it in four different ways on his way to the to the bottom. Yeah. First, he makes it grab something, and he runs sideways along the wall. Then he pulls it back, uh, makes it into a strengthened leg, and uses it to hop down the side, like the steps, the giant steps yes. of, his, of his thing. That'd be so sick to watch, like in a movie. This this, this book should be a movie, right? Yeah. There's abs- so many that'd moments. That'd be so sick. Like la- last week, we talked about how there's a moment where uh, Denth is like, uh, this won't make it feel better. And then he grabs a knife anyway and starts cutting. Like, that's a cool moment. I feel like there are so many cool moments in this book. In a movie, probably wouldn't do it justice mm-hmm. because they wouldn't be able to add them all. Yeah. But like, some of these would be sick. Like, that, as in like a movie, or like, they can make it a series. Like, that'd be a sick series. Yeah. And so when Vassar gets to the bottom, by the way, he uh-huh. gets to the bottom of the of the of the building. He lands near the front gates where there's like a bunch of soldiers. Mm-hmm. And my man just immediately starts rushing them. Because it's funny, his immediate goal is I'm getting back up to the top. Like I'm I, He's angry. Yeah. He falls out this this window and he's immediately like, Well, I, in my brain, Vivenna is in this room with Denton Tongfa. Mm-hmm. I'm getting back to that room as fast also, as I can. Also, Vivenna pointed this out and we yeah. didn't mention it, but she had said that um, uh, oh, Denth yeah. had claimed that there was no way uh, Vasher could ever beat our steel in a duel. Yeah. And now Vasher's trying to prove him wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought that was interesting because I think that adds to why Vasher's acting this way. Yeah. And so Vasher rushes these guards. He picks up a sword from a fallen soldier and starts cutting down people fast. Like he's very good. At, he says he's not as good as Denth, but he has practiced for a very, very long time. Yeah. So he can take on a bunch of men. Uh, unfortunately, there are too many for him. Uh, you know, there's a lot when there are too many for Vasher. Yeah. And so he goes to the, the clothing of, the, of a fallen man and says, fight for me as if you were me. And then this, so this outfit stands up and starts fighting like as if it was a person. And that then, is so amazing. Then he me. has like three of them at one point. He has like three. Well, I think there's two others. Oh, sorry. So they're, they're, they're fighting in like a group of three. So Vasher yeah. and then the two cloaks. That's another good outfits. a good movie moment. Two just outfits holding swords fighting with That'd him. That'd be sick. That's super That'd be cool. so cool. Why did I say sick like that? Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, but like then Tongfa's lifeless arrive, 50, 50 or so lifeless arrive, barreling towards the clothing in him. Yeah. Uh, and he freaks out. He, he goes, colors, 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 colors. And in his head, he hears, you shouldn't swear. Shashara told me that that was evil. <laughs> uh, freaking Nightblood. Love back. Nightblood. Um, and as soon as he, he hears that, he decides he's going to start rushing towards where he found it, of course, because it's Nightblood. Yeah. Uh, and Nightblood goes, are you going to thank me? I came to save you. Uh, we love Nightblood. Nightblood <laughs> quirky boy. Um, but eventually he finds Nightblood in a pot in somebody's chest. He finds his way to Nightblood. And he finds Nightblood impaled on someone's chest, as always. And so Pretty without, normal. without caring, he grabs the hilt and pulls the sword free, leaving the sheath behind. Which, this is the first time this has the ever happened. The first time we've seen an unsheathed Nightblood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as he pulls it out, black liquid flies away from the sword that turns into mist as it flies away. Yes. Which is, it's such a, like the visualiz- visualization of this sword is so cool. Like it's dripping black smoke like it's liquid. Yeah. Um, 
And as soon as he pulls it out, Nightblood's voice goes, destroy, evil must be destroyed, because he has no, no restraints now. Uh, and so this guy starts going to lifeless, and every lifeless he hits just puffs to smoke. Poof, yeah, dead. literally the moment, like any a single scratch, and mm-hmm. it's the it's gone. Uh, we've learned we learned from this also. We know that that doesn't happen to living men. It leaves black scars and the poof in the smoke. So it must be a like dead things poof to smoke thing, mm-hmm. because we we know he's like they talked about earlier. They found Arsteel's body and there was no black scarring. So we know that there must be some difference with living flesh or something against lifeless flesh because lifeless yeah. flesh puffs to smoke. Um, and as after he kills all 50, uh, the soldiers all just run away. should also point out that um, there's... Nightblood uh, steals the breath from Vasher, stealing breath from Vasher, yeah, the longer he in. holds him. And also he's getting like the black marks up his arms. Yeah. See, basically, his, it looks like black veins climbing up his arms toward, toward his yes. shoulder, which is also a very cool image. Yeah. This should be a visual medium. TV show or movie for Warbreaker now. That'd be so cool. Uh, and so he he screams in anger and sprints to the wall, slams the sword into the wall, and it puffs the smoke. And he jumps up on a table. under. He gets to underneath where he knows he's supposed to be going. Yeah. And slams the sword into the roof in a circle 10 feet wide puffs the smoke and he jumps up to the next story that'd be a sick way to get play i keep saying sick why do i keep doing that it's very sick uh but he's running out of breaths fast and he's getting like dizzy and funny fuzzy yeah. um and Nightblood in his mind uh all lightness is gone from his t- from his tone like he does not sound like himself no it's it's destroyed. this is not sassy Nightblood. this is devil Nightblood. this is evil like well, i guess this is a let's destroy every single thing in my way Nightblood. very true uh, and he keeps going, keeps going, gets to the room where Ravenna was and finds it empty. Hold on, wait a minute. Mm. Let me point out the fact that we also learned that, so all the breath that Ravenna gave Vasher is now draining away into Nightblood, and we learned that as soon as the breath is gone, Nightblood would kill him. Right. Which is super interesting as well. Nightblood's a murder man. Because he, like you said, will kill anything. Uh, and he is draining the breath fast. He gets to the room, finds it empty. And so he throws the sword in the corner and is left with just about one heightening. Yeah. Like, and he says about like a couple more seconds and I would have died from the sword. Uh-huh. And as he's That's sitting, how fast, like he wasn't holding that for probably more than five minutes. Yeah. Uh, the, the Finally, eventually, uh, his arm starts to like fall away. Like it, the, the veins, sorry, the veins on his arm. Was, like, I was like, away. his whole arm doesn't uh, fall away. And his vision starts clearing. And behind him, someone throws a dueling blade, and Dent says, stand up. We're going to finish what we started. I definitely think that Vasher's going to grab Nightblood again, and yeet! Oh. And that's the end of that chapter. Goodbye, Dent. That's th- my theory. You think Night- he's going he's gonna to Nightblood kill him? He yeah. dies. He dies if he Nightblood kills him. Yeah, and that's how he dies. I said that Vasher would die. You're right. You did say that Vasher would die. So maybe Either way, Vasher's going to die, and he's going to take Dent down with him. You want you you really hope Denth that, and don't Vasher you? are going to die one hundred percent. I don't hope that Vasher dies. I don't want Vasher to die. But you but think- Denth and I one hundred percent believe that Denth is going to die because Vasher is going to kill him. But I think in order to do that, Vasher is going to die too. That'd be very poor. Like, I don't think I don't think Vasher yeah. can beat Denth without Vasher dying. You wait. So you actually genuinely think Vasher cheated to kill Arsteel? I didn't say that. You said, but he's going to cheat to kill Denth. He might. He might. If he has no other option, you can't tell me he won't pull That's out night fair. blood. That's fair. Because it would feel weird if all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, and I beat him." Because exactly. the whole thing is that I can't beat him. Like he's an unbeatable That's my force. Point. So yeah, maybe, maybe. That's a good. That's a good. Either theory. way, Denth is going to die, and I think 
Vasher is going to be the one to kill him, and I think Vasher will die in the process. That's a great theory. I like the theory. They're going to kill each other, I think, for sure. Very, 100%. very. Or revealed. Nightblood kills him. Very, very Hamlet esque, actually. Why do we keep bringing up Shakespeare? Why is it the Shakespeare episode? No, because Shakespeare is he, he's very. I mean, he's the most established author. And so it makes sense that like things being similar to his work is going to be very common because yeah. he's freaking Shakespeare. Um, you don't like I'm Shakespeare? A, I okay, Shakespeare's stuff is good. Like it's just I don't like the way he writes things. Like yeah. I'm not a big fan. Like I think it's like the ideas are good and the stories themselves are pretty interesting. And like I enjoy the stories. Like, I think they are good stories. It's just I do not like his writing. Uh, yeah, it's hard to follow. He's not, a, it, and that's just. I think that's probably just because for us now, our English is different than it was back then. One hundred percent. But I just, it's hard. I'm not a big fan of Shakespeare. Anyway, uh, I don't have any theories about this chapter because I feel like the next chapter is going to directly address everything. Yeah, like probably. like we said, any hey, theories we have, done. we can't theorize very much because next week we finish it. So. We'll wait. My only theories are the one about who lives and who dies. And we already who did that. Who lives, who dies, who, who tells, tells your story. Okay. <laughs> and so now. I had to add in some Hamilton there. Now I think it's finally time to rank the characters. Woo! Let's do it. Okay. Oh my gosh. We only have. Oh, this is our second to last. Oh, I'm going to be so sad. Our second to last rankings. Next week. And then we get to start all over again with a whole new set of rankings. Yes. But next week we get the official Fantasy Book Club finalized rankings for all the characters. We're going to have to take a while to go through that, I think. Yeah, I and think. And make it perfect. I agree. Um, so, real quick, last week. All right. Let me read our week 22 list. You ready? Yeah. So, in first place, we have nobody. Because no one earned it last week. <laughs> um, uh, second, we have Siri and Vash are tied. And then Susabron, Larmar, Nightblood, Avena, Light Song, Nanrova, All Mother, Trellides, Hoyd, Maidservants, Hopefinder, Thame, Mav, Fafin, Rira, Ashu. Bless you. Paxson, Lolan, Gagarel, Fran, Rarev, Yarda, Mercy Star, Grabble, Tuft, Inhana, Fab, Abebe, Dedelin, Life Buster, Truth Call, Weather Love, Blue Fingers. I Wish You Were Dead, Denth, Cad, Jules, and Tongfa, and then are actually dead. Claude, Parlin, Blushweaver, Var, Lemmix, Taff, Old Chaps, Halan, and Stripper Behole. I hope we see Claude again. Claude? Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, where's Claude? What happened to Claude? Where's Jules? Yeah, what happened to Jules, too? You haven't heard from either of them. Interesting. Weird. Okay. A okay. uh, couple things. One, last week we left nobody because we didn't think anybody earned it. This week, for the epic battle and anime landing, I think Fasher has earned number one. That's okay. my argument. I'm fine with that. He has he had the giant like falling from the roof moment, yeah. which is super cool, and he fought he his also way through like just 50 trying men. to protect or protect Vivenna as well. Yeah, he's very passionate about. It. Like, I think he earned it. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think, think Siri say second. She doesn't do much really. Yeah, I was going to say either Siri or Susabron. Uh, like, Susabron did even less, but he was also being super cute and, like, trying to protect yeah, her. Yeah, shove him second. He deserves it. Okay. My whole he's cute thing. And yeah. Try to protect and her. And I think Siri and goes Siri third. third. I think Larmar is good to drop some. Yeah. I think Nightblood I want Nightblood to go. F- oh. Really? He's yeah. so scary in this chapter. Yeah, but he's also so funny. He's also very cool. Yes, he's going to say four. four I was going to say. Four is a good spot for Nightblood. Vivenna, five is good for Vivenna, I think. I agree, yeah. Light Song. He didn't do much. Six is good for Light Song. I think Larimar goes right underneath Light Song. Yeah, I agree. We didn't see Larimar at all. We didn't really see Light Song much in this chapter, in these chapters either. But uh, And then w- the next th- big thing to mention with Trelides needs to go to where is he put going on the dead tier? Um, I think he's above Parlin. No. 
Oh, he's the, he. No way he beats Blushweaver in our how much we no, like them. He's definitely below Blushweaver. How did Blushweaver lose to Partlin? Because Blushweaver is a horrible person and a betrayer. Yeah, but Par- and Parlin wasn't. That's fair. That's fair. And then Charlie's goes. Though to be honest, I actually think Charlie's could probably go above Blushweaver. Charlie's didn't technically do anything wrong. He was just He's kind just of an arrogant jerk. butthole. But he also didn't betray the whole kingdom like Blushweaver did. You're right. He he beats Blushweaver for sure. <laughs> I can't believe. I'm sorry. I just died. I can't <laughs> believe. Trel- I just defended Trelides. What is wrong with me, man? For real. Speaking of Trelides, what about Vara Trelides? He's right now at the top of the Wish You Were Dead tier. I think Denth for sure goes at the bottom of Wish You Were Dead tier. What? Yes. I, think, I agree. I think I wish he was dead more than I wish that Tongfa or Kaz was dead. I agree. I also think I wish Bluefingers was dead. Why I in also the world, agree with that. Why in the world is Bluefingers still up in the living tier? I don't know. That's I think Bluefingers is like, I think he's not as bad as Tongfa. I think he's better than Jules. Like, I like him less than Jules, yeah. but I like Tongfa less than him. I agree with that. So I think it goes uh, Denth, Tongfa, Bluefingers, Jules, Kaz. I agree. I agree. Is that everybody we saw this week? Yeah, right? That's everybody. I need you to confirm. Was that everybody we saw this week? Yes, I think so. All right, so here we go. Week 23, the finalized list is... Am I going to do this funny or just do it? Do it funny. We're almost done. Come on, Colton. Okay, I'm just going to plug my nose and see how it goes. Oh, gosh. Vasher, <laughs> Vasher, Susprant, Siri, Nightblood, Vivenna, Lightsong, Larimar, Nanrova, Allmother, Hoyd. <laughs> Main Servant's Home Finder, Thane, Bab, Fafin, Rira, Ashu. Bless you. Paxson, Lolink, Gagara. You need to plug your nose. <laughs> Ashu. Bless you. <laughs> you okay. Paxson, Lolink, Gagarel, Fran, Rarif, Yarda, Mercy Star, Grabble, Tuft, and Hana. Fob, the Bebid, Dedelin, Life Mother, Truth Call, Weather Love. And I'm the Wish You Were Dead here. Cads, Jewels, Bluefingers, Tonkfa, Death, and then the Dead Tier, Claude, Parlin, Trelides, Blushweaver. Oh, my voice is wrong again. <laughs> what happened? I just swallowed and I'm still plugging my nose, but it fixed itself. <laughs> Blushweaver, Var, Lemix, Taff, Old Chaps, Halad, Stripper, Butthole. Why did your voice sound like <laughs> back to normal? Because my ears popped and then it fixed itself. I don't know what happened, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Fantasy Book Club. Uh, We have really appreciated it. And uh, we would like to thank a couple people. One, we thank everybody who gives us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. It helps us grow so much if you would do that for us. My nose still feels like it's plugged. What's Uh. happening? This is a weird thing that's happening. Are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) We wanted to let you know that next week we're reading chapters 57, 58, and the epilogue. So read to the end of your book. Uh, and if yeah. you don't do that, Sydney will tie you to the ceiling and cut you. Oh my gosh! It's not right that you're going to. I thought you were going to give like a night blood or something. Sydney will puff you to smoke. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's a noise. And it'll make that noise. Poof. 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 Um, <laughs> Sydney will puff you to smoke. And then let's see. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Oh, I like dude. Say, what? Next, when we start our next book, what? we're going to have to come up with whole new things to start saying. Yeah, we can't say, oh, right. Oh, like no. for what I'm going to do. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Also, we'd like to say thank you to Alezia. That is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A. 
for the on use of our th- Spotify for the use of our theme theme song, Wind Runner remake, and it is on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> and we'll also, I think, this episode. I might put the link in the description. So check the description for the link to that song. Oh. And if it, it might be there. If it's not, also, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, continue. Also, in the description, there'll be an Instagram link. Oh, I was Cl- going to say that. <laughs> click, th- click that fool and follow that fool because we also, post a lot. Go buy Fairy Tale by Stephen King if you have not already. It's a good book. You're going to love it. You actually don't know that. You're just trusting my judgment. I've heard. I've heard from a, a reliable source that it's a good book. You're going to love it. I've heard that you're going to love it. You're going to have a great time reading. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Love it. Thank you guys. We're sorry we're so annoying. Thank you guys this, so much for listening this week. My name is Colton Pratt. We're a little chaotic this week. My name is Colton Pratt. Okay, sorry. And I'm Sydney Larry. I love you. Peace. Why are you still here? The show is over.